Welcome back to the final episode of the series, the Tarot Today series for Metaphysical AF and the Metaphysical Cannabis Oracle deck. It is such a bittersweet moment. This series has been so fun to film and to record, and I'm so blessed, and I'm so grateful to be able to go over this deck with you all, and to give you all some deeper insights. I hope you've involved. I hope you've enrolled in the Tarot Tutor by now, and you've gone through the self-paced course, and you've gotten so much extra good, juicy, yummy information. So this last card is my dear, dear, dear friend. I I, I know I've said that they're all my dear friends, but they are. So this card is my friend and his name is Jamie and you have probably heard me talk about him at some point we are so connected all over social media so this card is Mab Udi Mab Udi is smiling with a welcoming hand movement that is representative of Tai Chi as multiple keys circle around him the last card of the deck is the source card which serves as a reminder that you have all the answers within you. Balance in all forms is true to any key. Symbols from around him spiral. All the lessons from the cards come to fruition here in a full circle. Mabudi shows us that the key to your happiness is indeed within yourself. Even coming to the cards is only a reminder to spend time balancing the energies inside us all. If Ma Budi has shown up for you, ask yourself, am I ready to transform? Am I ready to heal? Am I ready to co-create? Spoiler alert, you are. And with that, please enjoy this entirely long episode. And I knew you were going to text me. This entirely long episode of Jamie and I. Yeah, Ascension is real. Ascension, um, never fully healing from COVID. Most days I feel like those are a lot of the same thing. (laughs) The Ascension symptoms? Yeah, uh, and just even the process of COVID in general, I think that COVID is a huge part of the human ascension process. And I think that for those of us who have signed up to transmute it, uh, transmuting either the vaccines and or the virus itself, and all of us who are choosing to be here now through this process in general, it's... I think anchored into our ascension and I think that there's no there's no shortage of synchronicities when it comes to looking at what the ascension symptoms are what what at least I'm hearing are discussed as ascension symptoms and what I've come to believe are ascension symptoms within that um and what actually has happened for me through covid I don't think that it's a mistake at all Do you think, could you touch on, uh, for the people who don't know, can you explain what Ascension symptoms are? Sure. Uh, So my belief is that Ascension symptoms are what we experience in a physical 
uh, body form. I would say also on a mental, um, spiritual body. But I, th I think that as a human being, uh, as a soul in a physical human vessel, I think that is what I think about the most when I'm thinking of my, my physical ascension symptoms, which are experiences that are not comfortable at large, resulting from my evolution on a soul level and from my spiritual journey and essentially doing that in a way that is very rapid and very um, disruptive for a physical vessel that is not really prepared for that. And I'm pushing that limit all the time because I, our souls don't have limits. <laughs> Oh, I like that. So what are some things that this definitely plays into, you know, the reason that you're one of the cards and the daily practices that you do that really inspire me that I've seen have inspired other people. So what are some of the things that you do daily to try to, you know, move yourself back into alignment when you feel when you physically feel like, oh, this does not feel good? Hmm. Yeah, I, I have a lot of different things that I tap into. And I think that the, the first thing is that no matter what, I'm making sure that I'm falling into alignment with what I feel I need in that moment. So that's mm. something I've been leaning into a lot. The fact that I used to have this like very regimented routine where I would, even if I switched it up every couple of months, I'd be like, okay, this is my new routine now. And now it's not as much about that. Now it's about me waking up and outside of a couple of things, I really allow for a lot of flexibility. And for me, the majority of what I'm doing is metaphysical and physical um, and spiritual in nature. So I'm every morning after I take care of my incredibly demanding fur children, whom I love oh so much, <laughs> um, <laughs> I proceed to pray at my altar and I connect with my guides, my team. Um, there I, is where I also have my crystals and my plant spirit and all of my decks, including the metaphysical cannabis oracle deck, which if you all do not have or have in your cart on Amazon, you should. Um, and I spend time there and I, I communicate with them and I tap in and I, I ask. Uh, I ask mm. and I offer. And um, ultimately that looks a little bit different every every day but i have you know my my different things that i say and um it's also where at the center of my altar is my uh, metatron cube 3d printout um and then on top of that is a crystal grid that i change throughout the full moon cycle and in the center is uh, a cat urn which is actually the egyptian mao urn that my first fur baby is in and so after I spend time there, then it, it varies. It's like, well, how many decks do I feel called to pull from? Um, am I going to focus on breathing? Lately, it's been a lot of meditation, uh, a lot of seated meditation, a lot of guided meditation. Um, sometimes it looks like 
Tai Chi and Qigong and I need to do something more physical or I'll go on a walk. Um, anything to get the energies moving, right? That's the whole mm-hmm. point when you're talking about that balance and bringing myself into alignment. We're just talking about harmonizing my own frequency. Right, with the world around you. Mm-hmm. So that's, I love that. Absolutely. Um, you said something uh, at, about your altar that I think that uh, was really beneficial is that you, it sounds like you're really listening to your intuition and that you're being guided daily and you're kind of, um, you said you're listening and I think the word you used was receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that it's very, it's very relatable for what a lot of people are going through right now. It seems to be a lot of us are experiencing these symptoms where we're not really sure why we're feeling this way or why we've just decided to break some of the patterns that we've held for a long time. You said that used to be really restrictive, like this would be your new routine. Uh, I relate to that so much. Um, The comfortability of falling into a pattern or programming ourselves into a pattern um, is, is very, is very much, I feel like a reality for all of us. I completely agree. And then I, we tell ourselves that that pattern is, uh, the standard, that it is exactly what we need and that this is what stability feels like. (laughs) And then, (laughs) The moment that we feel called to something new, even if it's to the deepest excitement, even if we feel so much love and healing around that, it feels that much more scary because we say to ourselves, well, it's, I don't know, that's not what was in our routine. That doesn't feel safe. That doesn't feel stable when it could be the Mm. absolute best thing for you in the next phase of your journey. And so releasing this concept and really a construct of, I need everything to be just so in Mm. order to feel safe and stable. That could be groundbreaking for someone. I know for me being neurodiverse, having a routine, having a knowing and an understanding at all times can make me feel so safe. And it's something I'm really looking to break out of and free myself because the excitement that is Jamie and that is the soul within me doesn't care (laughs) about any of that (laughs) and really just wants to play and to create from a space of love in that divine moment. I mean, I, there's the message for humanity right there. We just, we, we all came here to play. It is known that earth is a playground for our spirits. Um, and that you have to be a certain dimensionally leveled, you know, spirit to even be able to come here and, and live this human experience, which I believe we all choose to live, um, maybe once, maybe a hundred times, but we, we know our, our higher self, our spirit knows what we need to experience here for our spirit to evolve. And 
there's nothing that we can do to prevent us from evolving, but we sure, we obviously have built and created programs throughout the evolution of mankind on the planet that we definitely know how to inhibit that evolution. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, yes, we do. Yeah. I mean, mm. and isn't it fascinating how we can perceive that we're inhibiting an evolution when just by the concept or even the idea or the theory of evolution would mean that it's constant anyway. Right. Right. Like we, how can we, are we really our own worst enemy when we're going to evolve anyway? Like you may, you know, you may be uh, like the, the example that comes to mind is maybe you were really hard on yourself today and, or, or maybe you were really down on yourself or, or, you know, guilty or some, some other very, you know, negative emotion that you wouldn't attribute to evolving. Um, when you experience that, it puts you into a, an alignment that either shifts you into feeling better or shifts you into figuring out how you don't want to feel like that anymore. And it's just really kind of fascinating that we, we can evolve. We continue to evolve, even though uh, we see the things that may be happening as holding us back or not being good enough etc. Yes. I before we even like go any further I need to address the fact that you said and it's to evolve at 1111. Ooh. <laughs> like, yeah. Stop. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and and your comment to me, I can hear you was at 404. Oh my goodness. Yes. And at the same time, I can hear you now. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so recently you got your deck in the mail, correct? I did. It's with me. It's with me now. And <laughs> oh, getting it physically was just like, surreal it felt surreal I can't even imagine what it's felt like for you <laughs> it's been really wonderful so for everyone who doesn't know if this is your first if this is your first episode of the podcast welcome 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 this is we're so happy to have you here there are multiple episodes with Jamie coming with Jamie and if you have gotten the deck Jamie is a card in the deck and he's not only a card he's the last card in the deck that really sums up what the entire deck is and what it's ready to do. This deck is so eager to work with people. So has it been like, have you put it down or have you put it away since you've gotten it? Barely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know me, Um, you know, like it's so funny because I wouldn't have done it any other way and you wouldn't have wanted me to do it any other way. Like I got it and I immediately, I was actually supposed to have a call with Maggie and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do an unboxing live right now because the deck just arrived and basically just dropped everything, everything else, um, you know, and proceeded to, if anyone's interested in seeing that right now, I have it on LinkedIn. Um, and if you hang out 
you will experience Reiki in an actual reading that I did for the collective, which Yay. is good for any time uh, that is on there. We'll link uh, that in the show description so that everybody can just click right to it and find it. It's fantastic. Yes. And uh, so since that moment, <laughs> I have had it on my altar and connected. And then of course, like after that, I was like, oh wait, like how to connect with the deck. And I was like, obviously, yeah, I probably should have thought about that and how Maggie would have had me connect with the deck. And then I was like, no, 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 Maggie would have had me listen to my intuition and wouldn't have had it any other way because it was mm-hmm. like Christmas morning or Hanukkah mm-hmm. evening. I just like ripped open <laughs> that package with like zero abandon, like a absolute child at, you know, their first metaphysical store. And <laughs> Um, so it's, it's been on my altar and I give it Reiki and I talk to it and I mean, I felt connected to it immediately. It's really incredible how it feels like I am connecting not only with the guides that are in here, but also with you. It's like what it feels like to be with you and Mm. to connect with the others who I know who have inspired other cards who I have had the honor of getting to meet and Mm. having that energy in there. And it's a very special experience and I don't want to put it down. And I (laughs) read from it like every day and I can't stop. (laughs) And I actually keep pulling myself out of it, which is really. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So you're getting yourself in. Oh my gosh. And, and just, you know, do you, can you off the top of your head, remember what the theme of the card is? What the key of of the key word of your card? The key word is Mabudi. Yes. And then what does it say under it? It says key. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and wasn't there like, the the journey to the of the deck to you was really just totally out of our control and really up to all these other factors including you traveling and being in new york um my publisher in london was like dhl needs a phone number because they have to get into your building and i was like oh no he's in new york i was like he's not even going to be there if they call him. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to stress. I'm just going to give them his phone number. And when he comes back, it'll be, it'll, it'll be there or it'll come right after you've gotten back or it's there and it's waiting for you. So was it there and waiting? Did you get there before it? How did that come? Like, how did that moment come to be? Uh, I, I got here before it. Oh my god. <laughs> um and I think it was like what was it? 2 days at like the day after I think I got back here. Mm. And you, and you were and I were like debating on whether we were going to record or not. And you were like, yeah, it could be here any day now. Like DHL is going to call and I and like they and it was funny because I was like they didn't call me that's strange and then like shortly after that I get a call from them oh my god and then your heart went into your stomach from excitement 
Yes. <laughs> and because also I thought that they were just asking me um, like what my apartment number is, but they were like, no, we're, we're like here. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and it was funny wow. because I remember just being so jet lagged and so exhausted. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything today. Like other, like, I'm just going to put all my energy into like catching up with Maggie and relaxing. And then the deck came and it was like a whole new energy, you know, entered Mm. the space. It just like (laughs) the priority shifted, (laughs) which also didn't shift because it was still about you and me, but it was just like, I had I had to open it and I wanted to play with it and I wanted everyone to know about it. Oh, it's I like I'm still those waves of like just like you know you have waves of trauma when something so wonderful happens you get these waves of like holy shit this is real. Oh my god, my friends have this. Oh my god, my friends are in this and like the intention all the intention behind this was I want this deck. I want people to pick up this deck who would never pick up tarot before or would be, you know, so afraid of tarot. And the entire other end of the spectrum where, like, you love tarot, you're obsessed with tarot, you draw a card every day, they're on your altar, they're a part of your life. And I really feel like my, like, just the other day, my friend Diana, who lives in Maryland, who was on the podcast a couple, uh, like, last week, um she said my she sent me a text and said my husband's been reading the guidebook and said he's learned so much already Ah! (laughs) wow I was like oh my god and that like she was like my husband's never like he's not you know she's a witch he loves her like you know (laughs) 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 but it's that's exactly what I wanted is like the, this like desire, as soon as it gets into your hands or as soon as you see it, it's like literally lifting out of the clouds. Like here, here I am, let's work. And oh, I'm just, it's, it's so funny. And you said you used the words you and I shifting um, at the 1818 time mark. <laughs> and this is just going to be one of those episodes where we are just obsessed with the numbers 2020 like literally right now um yeah. like come on um so yeah so you got the deck you started working with it what cards other than yourself have really started coming up and with that have the cards of the people that you personally know shown up for you as well Oh, it's been very interesting. Um, I would say that the card that has come up the most so far has been uh, both my card and Idajo. Um, I have not seen the cards that are representative, I think, of the few people that I know for sure. Um, I definitely am a believer in the frustration of the continuous repetition of cards is, you know, you're getting that message over and over and over again until you get that message. Right. 
and um, you know, it's, it's a lot of uh, where I typically say to people, stop asking the same question. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, ooh, yeah. And for those who don't know, the Adagio card is really um, like the card where there's a, an angel flying over a cannabis crop, and it's it's really funny that you're getting that card during this time where we're we're coming into the harvest season and that's what this card really represents is like what you're harvesting what you've manifested is like is is ready for harvest so what you know the fact that it keeps coming up that's so interesting because it says that it really emerges in a time of clarity when you're really aware and when you're really focused and hasn't like you've been really focused and really um like your intention has been really focused for a a a a a series of time now um you just relaunched your website and like right hasn't there been like a little program or pattern of you um really like lining things up and getting them ready for like the harvest I keep thinking I am. Um, it's been it's been very confusing to get the card over and over again when I feel like suddenly I'm being super slowed down and like told to just be still and to experience. And I'm like, how am I supposed to harvest while I'm being still? Um, <laughs> but... I would say that, yes, I have been focused in the sense that um, regardless of how many different things I've been doing, that I have been saying, these are the things that I'm doing. This is the purpose. This is the mission, you know, for, for a significant amount of time now, for the last number of years. And I would say even in the moments where it doesn't feel like things are coming together i'm able to look back at certain things where i'm like wow i did not realize that that if that did not happen then this would not have happened Mm. um you know or this needed to happen at this time and you know a lot of for me waking up is allowing for things to happen divinely and trusting that they are happening for me exactly as they are meant to and um with someone who has a lot of fire in my tropical chart it can be really challenging at times mhm you know in in the traditional major arcana this card is the judgment card um, so, but it's also the main, uh, you know, I've got some of these free worksheets that I've made in regards to the deck. So they're, they're available in my, like in my bio and stuff. But one of the worksheets tells you to just look at the symbols of the card and not to read the guidebook, which, which we're so inclined. We have to read the guidebook. We're like, what does this even mean? But really taking the time to focus on what those images are in the card can also reveal something to you that we're that you may not have opened the door to yet not speaking like you haven't opened the door to angels we know that you we know that that's not the case but the fact that there's the main the main there are four people characters in this card 
three people but one angel. And then they're standing over a crop and they're reaching up to her. The fact that this card keeps coming up and that it represents judgment and the key word is karma and that this represents really the harvest is that you have been working so hard and if you really if if there was a barometer that you could see on the amount of energy that you've been creating up until this point you would the harvest would be farther than your eyes could see you know I'm glad that you think so <laughs> no, yes i love you so much you're so like you're so great but but 100% absolutely this card I think that the fact that the that this is the judgment card is coming up because you're judging yourself too hard story of your life you have to give yourself a break oh my god and that's literally what you said you were gonna do when you got the deck I'm just gonna relax and chill and give myself a break yeah and like right now as i like looked up the the clock on my microwave was four three two and i've always taken that to be like take a step back for a second and evaluate where you are and where you've come from and i this has been a very big paradox that i have been um examining and loving through very recently is the understanding both in this lifetime and on a cosmic level how far I have come in paradox with where society with where um, family you know certain Mm -hmm. energies from others uh, perceived outside of self um how they see how far or what their metric and their measurement is and i find myself thinking a lot about oh what is necessary for everyone to simply stop placing pressures and expectations on one another and acknowledging that we're all going to take the journey that we are meant to take and our progress and our process look different. Absolutely. I mean, this really, uh, this really, as soon as you started saying that, the first thing that came into my head was what other people think of you is none of your business. Um, And that's something that I've had to really take in and put up my own shields about because not everyone will be happy for your harvest. And I don't know if that part made it into the guidebook, but that was part of the original card description of this card was not everyone will be happy for your harvest. And that's okay because that reflects more on them than it does on you going back to one of the four agreements where we can't take anything personally because it's not that that person isn't isn't happy for you. It's that they think being happy for you will mean less for them. And 
that's just simply not true. We've been so conditioned to think that if we see someone else succeed, that there's less for us when, you know, one is two and two is four and four is eight, the more, the merrier, the more success, the more you see someone, you know, trudging and doing this and working for years and years and years. And it, it's seeming like it's seemingly being, Brandon calls it the perfect storm. Like a storm just doesn't, sometimes they just come out of nowhere, but you can really see them building sometimes from miles and miles away. Um, but when the, like when the storm comes, it just, it, it doesn't, the storm isn't being like, well, you know what? I'm going to be 10 times more intense because of that storm yesterday. Like, no, it just doesn't. It just does it. It just is. And, um, I mean, I, I struggle with this too. And I really sit there and think like, oh, but, but what if, but what if, and when I start to think that, you, your voice literally comes into my head and is like, because I've said, but what if I, and I remember this one time I said, what if I get sick and then I can't do this and that and the other? And you said, and what if? Like, uh, well, that could happen. And, you know, okay, like you'll, you'll, you'll still figure it out. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Duh, like, duh, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, you really have, you've accomplished a lot and your accomplishments, they're, it's really hard to compare um, any of our accomplishments to someone else's whenever we can't see what our spirits have done. Like, you know what your spirit has done and you're, we're all still remembering how how much our spirits have done. I like to say, when did you, you know, when did we forget that we were divine? Mm. And then that kind of brings me back to being like, okay, it's not my ego. My ego has stepped aside. It's the divinity that knows this answer is within me. And if I really want it and I believe I can have it, I'll get it. It can't not come to me. It's already here. I mean, it's so here. Did you hear how literally there was a knock at my door when you asked the question? No, I didn't. Are you serious? Completely serious. And I'm not expecting anybody, so that's even stranger. Um... (laughs) Is it a package? Who knows? Probably. Uh, so that's just even more of a of a symbol of it, truly. I mean, yeah, you're already I, receiving stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just receiving. Um, everything is just everything is perspective. I started to uh, laugh about this. Um, on Saturday, I had this extraordinary experience. I haven't had an opportunity to tell you yet, but it's probably one of the most extraordinary spiritual experiences I've ever had. And I basically had a psychedelic experience without any psychedelics, which is incredibly ironic when you think about the fact that somehow 
quote-unquote, accidentally, Spotify started to play after it gave me the most updated Mm -hmm. episode of Metaphysical as Fuck, it gave me... It gave me the episode from 2020 where you were talking about how to get high without psychedelics. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you, Spotify, to the algorithm. Like, how did you even know that? Who knows? I mean, that's confirmation. Uh Uh-huh. There was so much confirmation. I mean, and so I was... In this journey, part of it was me laughing at real life. Thankfully, I have the explanation of what I was going through while I was partially going through it recorded on video. (laughs) Because it's like, it was completely mind-blowing. But I essentially started laughing because I just realized that the universe was in me. But in a way that I know you and I have heard, like talked about this so mm-hmm. much. And so it's like, in, you know, someone who's not us right now could be hearing this and be like, oh, wow, yeah, that's profound. But it's like Maggie and I have talked about every layer of this seemingly. So understanding that somehow <laughs> there was a layer that I had not touched. And I was just, I was laughing and going through this entire journey whereby what what I was thinking about in our conversation that made me think of this now was, you know, as you were talking about the storm, it's like as a human being, right, on on average, I would I would guess that unless you're like a geologist, you're you're looking at the storm and you're saying, okay, well, this is weather. And we're human beings, so we have egos. We're like, okay, this is going to impact me in X, Y, Z way. And so I need to prepare for this, that, and the other. And I am either happy or annoyed at this weather, wherever it is happening. Mm -hmm. And we may look at that and say, okay, well, this is simple. This is just like something that has environmental impact when it's actually something that is so complex that we perceive it to be simple because often the most meta things, the the things that actually make, quote unquote, the world go round are the things that are so complicated that they're actually simple and so simple that we make them so complicated. Oh my gosh. Wow. Can you say that again? Because I, I either everyone needs to rewind 15 seconds or you can say that again, because that I literally like I, I'm sitting in the closet to get the best audio, but my hands literally started moving like a conductor when you started to say that. Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. literally speaking to the <laughs> from the universe. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about when I'm channeling, you know, that it's it's in and out. I'll never say it exactly the same. But, you know, essentially, um, nope, see, it's gone. Oh, that was so good. All right, y'all, just rewind. Just rewind. <laughs> Everyone's just going to have to rewind. Everyone rewind. It's so good. You got to hear that again. This. I'll, maybe maybe this will bring it back. So I'll come, I'll come back to this experience. So there is someone who I am 
in the process of um I manifested that I wanted someone to practice telepathy with. And I say this Ooh. with complete seriousness yes. of, what, of what I'm saying. This like asking you shall you, receive for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it took a while, but it happened, and I was very shocked and excited. And so we have very much recently begun in this journey. And we're just a couple sessions in. And what this has been looking like is a lot of me sort of channeling how we're going to try to go about testing different elements and aspects of telepathy, right? Like even conceiving that there are many different types of telepathy. Um, And it had occurred to me through a certain experience that what would be most challenging actually is what we would think would be the most obvious what telepathy most likely as a human is one would think to try to think of a number between one and 10, for example, and then see if the other person can guess when you focus in on it and you choose to send it to them. And then we've regressed into animals and Mm -hmm. things like concepts Mm -hmm. and all of that. And it was not happening. And then I had this whole experience where I realized that there was a telepathic experience with an emotion. And I said, ah, of course, that makes total sense to ride the waves of the emotion of the frequency. So we started with listening to this new channel that I've been made aware of that I believe is called Plant Wave, which is a company that has in a nutshell this tiny little box. <laughs> I know exactly. That's that's another <laughs> episode of there's a whole episode about Plant Wave. Um because yeah, I you can make music from plants and I like to make music from people's bodies so that they can hear the audible changes in their vibrational frequency when I'm giving them Reiki. Oh, that's so cool. So you've used Plant Wave, the box itself, to do that? I've used Plant Wave. I started using Plant Wave in 2018 and then I found Plants Play, which is a smaller... Um, a smaller company out of Italy that's made by a man and a wife. Um, and I supported them. I've reached out to plant wave to, to, to do a lot. Um, but I don't have, I don't have a plant wave now. I have a plants play, um, same concept, but yeah, yes. Continue. I love those things. I think it's amazing. (laughs) So they have, (laughs) yeah, they have, um, a great YouTube channel where they, do you know different fungi and plant orchestras of of different Mm -hmm. frequencies and sorts and so we're listening to one that i've listened to at least twice before and meditated with that i believe is called heartwave um and it's a very recent one so i don't know when this will eventually go out but right now it is um Monday, August 22nd. So if you look somewhere in the August vicinity of 2022 on Plant Wave, you'll find it on their YouTube. Okay. And uh, so I am half, like, we're sitting here both listening to this simultaneously meditating, and I, like, immediately drop in to this, like, incredibly deep space where I proceed to have a very deeply uncomfortable physical experience Mm. where I am like 
I feel myself fighting the part of me that wanted me to have this experience and the part of me that knew that I needed to have this experience with the part of me that was like, I'm uncomfortable. Fear is coming up. I want to open my eyes. And what it boiled down to was I felt like this falling. Like I was literally falling. I was sitting on the couch and I was completely (laughs) conscious of that. Um, you know, I did have cannabis spirit through me, but that that's, this is not something that cannabis spirit typically can. It's not the weed. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> no, this felt literally like I, this, this reminded me of two experiences in my life. One that had to do with MDMA and another that had to do with psilocybin. And I would say the closest thing that I would relate the entire experience to was taking at least an eighth of mushrooms, at least. <laughs> yes wow and And this was all from sitting in a meditation yeah for a total of like 11 minutes and I immediately dropped in and I feel like I'm literally falling as if I'm falling out of this tall window and I just proceed to have all of this fear and my body is going through all this stuff and I'm getting nauseous I'm like having a total somatic meltdown and they're like, do not run from this. And they keep repeating this thing that they've been repeating to me recently, my guides, which they've been saying, do not run, no matter how much fear you're experiencing. And I was like, conscious, Jamie, like, alert, alert, you know, you're safe right now. You know that you are in the the privilege of sitting on your couch surrounded by your fur children totally inside like you are connecting with another person you are safe with everything is fine this is what's happening inside of you why are you afraid of something that's inside of you and the moment that i started to think about that i started to see something that reminded me of something that happened in the newest Thor and in order to not spoil Thor I'm gonna leave that concept there and just state that essentially it was like I was looking into the universe inside of me and they were saying look down and I was like afraid to look down because I'm like I'm falling And they're like, no, you're not. Look down. And I said, how do I look down? And they're like, look inside of you. And I was like, how do I look inside of me? Like, am I not already doing that? Is that not something that I already do? And they just kept saying, look down. And I, at this point, I'm like getting frustrated because I can tell this is something that I, that is big, that needs to be happening right now. That's not happening. And meanwhile, I feel like nauseous and uncomfortable and my body is moving all over the place because energy is like rapidly flowing through me and I'm going through this whole experience and then I just start to see the universe in me wow and I'm like my body becomes just my light body and just this like amorphous buddha seeming figure and I was like, am I in the void? But I I was like, I feel everything. And like I said, I just started to like laugh because I was like, 
how can I be afraid of something that is inside me? Everything is wow. inside me. The universe is inside me. And I'm going through life with all of this fear that's inside me. And I'm like trying to run from something that I running from myself. Ooh, yes. Literally, like what, what we're experiencing is a reflection of ourself. Yeah. Ooh, that is very good. I think yeah. we might have to do a part two. yeah we might but essentially I came out of that really understanding um number one how true that podcast episode was there's an old book and that's from an old book that um which is really funny because Uh, I was given that book when I lived in Colorado. I was fascinated with it. I was like, oh, it's called like, it's like hundreds of ways to get high without drugs. And I did a whole podcast episode about it and just talked about a few different ways. But this book is so big. It's really old. I think it was printed in the 60s or the 70s. Um, But the publishers from Liminal 11 are very aware of it too. And... I can't say anything, but keep that in mind. (laughs) Yes. So with that, I think we should wrap this episode up. I think there's definitely, we should continue on and do a part two to this series um, to keep talking with you because you've really said a lot of things that I think um, people are going to need to really digest and integrate um, because you are you are very far along in this journey you have you have like clearly time doesn't care who or what or what's going on around you or with you because the way how how quickly these things seem to be happening how quickly um these these short meditations that you're going into uh i wish we could connect your brain to like a scanner and it just scan it just shows us what the waves in your brain are doing because after i binged watched the gaia show you had me um <laughs> journey to remembering um i've started re-binge watching rewired by dr joe dispenza and it's fan it's fascinating to see what your brain does when you go into these meditative states it almost looks like you could be potentially having a stroke but it's not at all it's just how amazing our brains are and how we are able to connect to the universe that's inside of us because we we literally have like an entire system inside of us to connect to that yeah yeah we, <laughs> we really really do and we're taught to be afraid of the the bare basics that our brain is is capable of doing and we are capable of so much more Mm -hmm. that is the truth well i'm gonna hit stop record and then i'm gonna text you (laughs) (laughs) um before i do that though uh can you please tell everyone where they can find you the best place to reach you if they'd like to contact you to um possibly get a reading or some work done by you because i think that you probably touched a lot of people today that really want to start down that path uh and i think that you would be a great resource for them 
I'm honored. Um, well, everyone can find me at Tranibus Chi everywhere. Uh, you can also find me at either Tranibus or Tranibus Lifestyle, the Tranibus Kitchen, but mainly where I am right now is LinkedIn and YouTube. YouTube, Tranibus Chi, LinkedIn at Jamie London Wahlberg, and you can go to TranibusChi.com. Like Maggie said earlier, I redid the whole website, so all of my bookings are open for the first time in ages, and I am itching to read from this deck and Yay. any other decks that are... Uh, inspired and called to you and here to serve and support you in love and light yes thank you so much jamie it is always such a pleasure to have you on the podcast and to really just put out some more you know magnitude into the universe because it's i'm surprised we got this in under an hour <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> it, that yeah the time really is is really on our side today so thank you so much and i will talk to you soon Namaste. Bye. Do you want to learn a skill that provides insight into your own future? I've put together everything you need to start doing meaningful readings that look good, that are true to the traditional images, and give you a more accurate interpretation of the tarot. You're invited to join me in my personal favorite tarot reading course. My course will help you grasp all the skills and knowledge to do accurate readings. There's only one way to learn how to do accurate readings. Are you ready to dive into the tarot world? Let's get started. I would like to welcome you to the Esoteric Academy of Tarot. Are tarot cards just for fortune telling? Or can we use them to explore our spiritual talents? Tame your tarot demons in just 21 days. You'll be ready to go as soon as you sign up with online access to hours of video content immediately. What actually happens when you astral project? Can you face shape, determine your destiny? Do you trust the cards? Discover the power of tarot readings by learning psychic reading techniques and working with different decks. If you've ever wanted to learn how to get accurate readings, this online course can give you all the tools you need. Do you want to know a secret? There is no one accurate way to read tarot. Learn tarot one-on-one -on -one with an experienced tarot reader. I have personally worked with people all over the world, including movie stars and professional athletes. If you're ready to learn how to use your gifts, here is how you can start. You can take your spiritual and psychic development to the next level with this online program. Enroll in the Tarot Tutor today on Teachable. That's the Tarot Tutor on Teachable. Search Metaphysical AF tarot tutor on teachable to get a hundred dollars off until june 10th